I thought we weren't doing spoilers yet, you dickhead. Hello and welcome to An Englishman and an Irishman Go to the Movies, the podcast that, when ratings start to dip a little bit, just brings in all of its friends from the past and it just bloody works. Joining me as always is, first of all, I'm Sean Ferrick. I will never get that right. And joining me as always is the CGI de-aged, yet we all know the truth, Ian Whittington. How are you getting on, man? Are you well? Oh, well, since I have a bit of a flu, that was a very mean joke. <laughs> yeah. You try to de-age me, but the shit just keeps shining through. Absolutely. And <laughs> I like the fact that although you will spew so much lies, your body will always be like, no, no, here's the truth. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I can't hold it in. Wait, yeah, who was exactly. de-aged? Because it uh, wasn't it wasn't Doc your man. Was he? Doc Ock was de-aged. Yeah, it's actually it's 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 really, really well done. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so well done. I didn't know what character you were talking about. Um, yeah. I, before we accidentally ourselves into anything, spoilers. Immediately, spoilers, spoilers, this will have spoilers. Do not listen to this podcast if you don't want to know anything about Spider-Man No Way yeah. Home. Okay, Get out of here. Go away. In fact, I'm editing this week. I'm going to put a ah, spoilers on the front of Let's make that the, the, the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah. Spoilers going forward. This is your last chance. Last chance to please exit the vehicle. Um, but yes, I'm good. I've had an amazing week. So this crazy bastard got home from America, had four days at home to write everything, failed but wrote most things, and then came to Ireland and Yay. saw Sean. Yay! Yay! It was glorious. It was, it was good. So that was my fun. first. My first time in Ireland. It was awesome. It was good fun. I'm amazed they let not me the in. last. Hopefully we haven't put you off coming back. No, no, no. I mean, 800 years of bad blood. What's that between two friends? And nobody mentioned it ever. Not once. Like, no, oh, no, not at all. I hear you have uh, an accent. Yes. Yes, I do. I apologize for my yeah. people. Sorry, it's a, it's, it's, it's a law. It's a law. It's actually called the Ian law. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It is funny how there is probably... I don't know. No, maybe not more recent. That makes sense. I was going to say, there's no bad blood in America. Like, everyone's just like, oh my god, you're British. That's amazing. But in Ireland, it's like, you're fucking British. <laughs> and I just wonder how many years you're going to hold on to that for. Like, are you going to let it go? America's fine. Well, they say, don't they, that when you're going through a breakup, it takes you roughly half the amount of time <laughs> that you were together before you kind of move on. So, yeah, in about right. 300 years, man. I suppose, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And especially since we keep bringing up new shit as well, that it keeps resetting the clock. That, that, that <laughs> Brexit is definitely, like, Brexit, oh. Brexit was definitely an extra fuck you. It was like, hey, here's, here's an extra bill that we both need to pay because we had a joint account. So Plus, I'm pretty sure we can add another couple of hundred years on for just, I'm just gesturing vaguely toward Northern Ireland. <laughs> yes, just something yeah. in that general direction. Yeah. yeah apologies. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. How's your week been? My week has been very good as well. Uh, I got to hang out with you. And that was great crack. And we watched all of the things. And then we worked all of the hours. And then we went to Dublin because I do not live in Dublin. And we saw great films or film. And it was all great. And I got to go to a little shout out very, very randomly to Ian. This will mean nothing to you. Uh, okay, there good. is a bookshop in Dublin called Chapters, which is easily the best bookshop in Dublin. Unfortunately, it's closing its doors. Damn oh. you, but I got to go in there because uh, I haven't been in almost a year because of the apocalypse. And mm-hmm. 
It was just, oh, I missed that bookshop. And it's going, it's a blow. It's a great, great yeah. independent bookshop in Dublin. So uh, if in any way anyone listening to this is aware of that bookshop and you can go in and spend your money, um, just when yeah. you can. I think there's only a couple of weeks left. But yeah, it's they're, crazy they're, they're how good people. Bookshops just don't survive. And it's really bizarre to me. Like it's one of our oldest forms of entertainment. Um, I remember when Waterstones, I don't know, did you have Waterstones in Ireland? We actually, that, that I remember we had one anyway. Um, yeah. And I remember it was on Dame Street to the Dubliners mm. who were listening in. Um, yeah, I was in there oh, once or twice because it wasn't as popular here. Yeah, no, we fucking loved it. In the noughts and the 90s, we loved Waterstones, but it just, it didn't survive that. 2007 crash of everything in the world <clears throat> and it, yeah it just sucks it's like everything can get bailed out other than books i was like really great that's where i would get all of my star trek novels it was great i loved it yeah she, sad face chapters was good for that as well i got some trek yeah. novels in there mm, sad face but to happier things to happier things i say um wait like the news i forgot wait, I have news. to the news <laughs> Assemble! Wow, that was the most exciting news intro we've ever done. We should we should forget things more often. It's like shit. We have a pod to record. Woo, let's oh do it God, yeah. again. Apologies for last week's episode. Um, <laughs> what to say, Venom? Perhaps the story of that episode will come out one day, but not today. Um, right. Did you see the news that Charlie Cox is back in the MCU as... De- I'm kidding. I just thought we'd rehash the same news three times in a row. It took me a second. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Was that... Um, yeah, yes, we, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah it was actually. Like it wasn't just a conversation that we had. It's glorious. Um, no. So Deadpool's first appearance... In the MCU has been confirmed. Oh, now this I did not know. Tell me, tell uh-huh. me, tell me. It's going to be in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, which, of course, it makes sense. Like, duh. But yeah, it makes you wonder what the... Now, I'm get the source that I'm getting that from, um, and I haven't had time to fact check this, it was just fun to talk about, um, is, is someone on Twitter called MCU Source. <laughs> it's not from anywhere official. I'm going to fact check this really quick. Might be an idea. I just, I just did the Fox News School of Reporting. Now, I don't have 10 billion people watching me. 10 billion. All of Earth's population plus another planet. Um, right, hang on. Deadpool appearing appearing in MCU. Let's quickly check. Um, Deadpool has officially entered the MCU as the character appeared alongside Avengers Endgame's Korg in a promotional video. Nope, wrong one. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, uh, MCU movies that could uh, mm, 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 uh, it doesn't look like this is confirmed no, so, this is going well this is a rumour so rumour has it that this rapidly went from news to rumour rumour has it that Deadpool's going to appear in Strange which think, makes sense will you do me a favour then while you are questionably doing what is the release date on Multiverse of Madness there is it, is it February um, it is that sounds about right. Multiverse of Madness is for the masters of editing. Um, oh, I should probably should put when. Um, there we go. May, May 6th. Oh, okay. It's fucking even, ages away. 
we have a bit of a drought then uh, in terms of films. Um, I know She-Hulk is coming at some point, but I think yeah, that's, that's still a TV filming. show, isn't it? Yes, but I mean, one of the things we will discuss today is how the lines between TV shows and <clears throat> films are fuck. seriously beginning to blur. Uh, are you talking about Hawkeye as well? I am also, yes, I am talking about Hawkeye as well. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, so again, I cannot stress how much spoilers. Spoilers. Um, yeah. Right, okay. So, holy shit, yeah. Apparently, the next thing is Doctor Strange, then Thor, then Black Panther, which is probably going to get cancelled, and then... Or at least pushback, yeah. Yeah. Well, next year, we've only got three Marvel films? That's not right. Do you know what's gas, though? Yeah. Do you remember when one Marvel film oh, was goodness. an achievement of a year? Yeah. And then we went uh-huh. up to three. Sure, the year of Infinity War, we had Thor and Black Panther and Infinity War. Oh, yeah. That like, was a year it, we had like five, I think, or something silly. I think because Ant-Man and the Wasp was early the following. I think that came the same year as Endgame. Then we yeah, three, it was Ant-Man sense. and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame. <clears throat> so apparently, I mean, yeah, TV is going to be stanked. There's Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion, which... I understand them doing it as a TV show, but I wish that was the next arc for the Marvel films. Yeah, I know what you mean. It won't be. Ms. Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, apparently. Um, Iron Heart is getting a TV show, which makes all of the sense. I knew that. Um, And then Armor Wars, whatever that is. At least something like Transformers. Um, Yeah, cool. Yeah, interesting. So, I mean, the news was really rumours. Well, I like that. Um, I have a little bit, a tiny little bit of news uh, because we are obsessed with box office here. Um, the recent Steven Spielberg adaptation of West Side Story is getting rave reviews. Yes. And has absolutely flopped. Oh, uh, really? Okay, that I did not know. So it has underperformed anyway. But then when you throw oh, Omicron no. on top of it and all of that, uh-huh. unless it does some crazy resurgence. Uh, it's made 27 million in its opening weekend. <gasps> Spider Man, in comparison, has, I think it's pushing we'll, 200. We're going to get there. Million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it needs to hit 300 million to break even. Mm. So, uh, it's, and you it's, know unfortunately, what it... <laughs> it's things like In the Heights as well suffered. It's the musicals, they are not performing anyway. No, and they're not massive box office drags. Must, must go and see this anyway, unless it's something really bizarre like Hamilton or something you've been like I imagine Book of Mormon if they made that a film would probably drag some people in because it's so so huge but yeah with West Side Story there was always the why question which is unfair because why not but and then it's turned out yeah exactly and everyone I everyone I know I know so many movie critics but the movie critic I have spoken to absolutely loved it and said it's great and screw you for not um for, for judging it so harshly. He, he didn't say, screw you, he's too nice. But it was like, hey, don't judge it so harshly. Let's um, go and see it. So yeah, yeah, that's sad. I do want to watch it, actually. I do, even though I've not seen the original. I same. I've not. So I guess I guess in that respect, then we won't be bringing uh, our, our, the earlier image into it. I kind of have an idea. Like, I know the aesthetic of the original. I know the music mm. of the original. Yeah. Um, uh, which was... I think Sondheim wrote the lyrics. Leonard Bernstein wrote the music. I mean, yes, because <clears throat> they're, they're the only two people that do anything. <laughs> That's not fair. But like, you throw a stone and Sondheim probably wrote something of it. Well, there's that. Yeah, there is that. 
so yeah, uh, sad news, I guess, for musicals because it is, yeah, it is, yeah, it's sad. They are a niche. Like that's the problem. Like you know, to hit a yeah. blockbuster type thing, it, it's hard, especially when you're going up against Spider-Man three slash Spider-Man well, seven slash Marvel twenty six. You know? Yes, exactly. But again, it's that it's probably a bit ambitious expecting it to make that much money. Um, but sigh. Um, but should we, should we talk about? Should we talk about? Can we please we talk about? Yeah, it? No, 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 no. Yes. Okay. Let us try as much as possible this week to go through it almost chronologically. Because Agreed. Yes. There's so there, there's it will so work much better that way. Uh huh. So yeah. give us the synopsis first. All right, so it opens up directly from the end of Far From Home. So basically, J. Jonah Jameson and Mysterio are still on the big screens revealing Peter Parker's identity as Spider-Man to the greater world. Uh, we get uh, straight away, uh, basically, uh, MJ is being swabbed or swamped by people who are just like, oh my God, are you Spider-Man's girlfriend? Are you Spider-Man's girlfriend? Yeah, that was rough. It was. It was, and it and it does that. It doesn't do it for very long, but it does do that kind of mob mentality quickly and efficiently. Yeah, um, no, it it, and that's probably a good way to sum up a two and a half hour film. It's like this does things quickly and efficiently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a line of dialogue wasted. Um, I'm gonna do this summary spoiler free because we're gonna go into spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they then seek legal advice. They then have to leave their apartment, uh, Aunt May and Peter, because they are very quickly doxxed. Um, they move in with Happy. Uh, Peter starts to see that people around him are being affected by the re- revelation of his identity. He goes to Doctor Strange and says, can you help with this? Doctor Strange attempts to help with this. It does not go well. Um, Strange and Peter then come to loggerheads about how to handle the fallout. Mm-hmm. Peter proves that although he makes an almighty hames of everything, he then does turn around and do his absolute best to fix it. Um, and there is some tragedy along the way. Uh, <laughs> people learn some things and there <laughs> is quite a large consequence of his actions and remains to be seen what will be the fallout from that. Yes. It's impossible to do it spoiler free, but you did a you had a valiant effort. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, right. Okay. There is. I'm not even going to hide it. I loved this film. Yeah, loved it too. Loved yeah. the socks off of it. Um, as did the rest of the fucking world, other than one person I know. Um, oh, well, yeah. And it got to it got ninety like ninety nine percent audience reaction on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety seven percent critic response. Um, holy shirt balls like you a film this big should be divisive surely there should be a lot of people saying nah especially with the bold bold swings that it takes um it just kind of makes me feel better about not liking the new star wars films Uh, (laughs) which is the worst thing i could possibly say about a good film is like you justify my hatred of something else would you say that if i was to say that this was the avengers endgame of spider-man as a franchise would that of course be a it is. fair description? Of course it is. Yeah. But yeah. with less and I maybe that's the key. Actually, there was less expectations on this. Like I went into I didn't I wasn't a huge fan of Far Far From Far, far From, from Home. Home. Yeah. yeah, not a huge fan. And because it's still a solo standalone Spider-Man film, my expectations weren't huge. I was like, I'm gonna enjoy Tom Holland. 
I'm not expecting this to change much at all. So whereas with Endgame, the expectation was so, so high and it still smashed it. Mm. Maybe we're just like, we're also pleasantly surprised that, oh, this didn't suck. Yes. Maybe, maybe. Again, yeah, I wonder if we do this episode in a year. Yeah, but- I'm fascinated by how well this is going to age. And I'm, I've got a sneaky suspicion it won't age well. But oh, I... just say well, that to me. No, 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 no. No, genuinely, genuinely, I wonder how well it will age because there's a huge fucking novelty factor to some of the moments that happened here. But there is a lot of, yeah. Captain America grabbing the hammer and going Avengers Assemble is timeless. Like that's that novelty hasn't worn off. But I'm interested to revisit this in two years and see. I am fairly confident I'll still love it because I got tingles. And that is so rare for me to get tingles while watching a film. Did you get in my Peter happy tingle? place? Did I did get, get a Peter Tingle. Yes, good. I did. Good. My, I had a web blockage. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Um, so, okay, right. Again, obviously, I'm dying to go into spoilers, but just first, the trailer I now mm-hmm. know was very well done. Oh, uh, yeah, very well, very, very well done. In fact, so well done they lied to us. Oh, did completely you see, and utterly. Yeah. In, did there, you see the lizard a bit of a, shot? There's a bit of an end again because they did a similar thing in Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, yes. What they could and couldn't show. So <clears throat> you can see Lizard getting punched, and um, it's you don't know what by. And in the trailer, they've cut it out entirely, um, which is interesting. And I like that. So, no, it's why you cut this bit as well, but like, oh, take my sound bite of that and then do yes. it for the cold open. Yes, do, that's do perfect. That. That's yeah. perfect. We'll do that. Nice. That's gas. That's gas. Um, oh dear. Then there is because I remember there was a lot of um, the uh, around Doc Ock. So the things that the trailer showed, we we saw Doc Ock, mm-hmm. we saw uh, Green Goblin. Yeah, we saw. We've, but we, we saw heard like, him. I don't know we, that we, we saw right, him. We more so heard because yeah. there was one shot in the more recent trailer. Mm. There was just just him coming in on the glider. Um, yeah. So oh, no, was, you're, right, you're, you're right. right. There was more hearing Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Um, and then you get a shot of Sandstorm with a face. Yeah. And yeah, Lizard. And of course, Electro. So my spoiler-free bit of... We will rapidly go into spoilers because I'm already... But mm-hmm. I think with two exceptions, and even that's not the worst, they used everyone really well. Um. Yeah. I, think the two I, exceptions I may not being, have two exceptions. I think the two exceptions for me are mm-hmm. Lizard and Sandman. I think they didn't bring an awful lot to the I was glad to see them there mm-hmm. for the novelty of it, but they didn't bring an awful lot to the film. That's that that oh, is I'd literally agree. the harshest review I have. Like I'm not yeah. saying I was I'd sad agree. to see them. And I don't know that I'd ask them to do it any different because it wasn't their film. But you're right. You're absolutely right. And that's always going to be the risk when you chuck in 17 bad guys is that some of them are going to be underserved compared to the movie that was entirely about them plus Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man 3, I think, is going to be a, 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 a funnily enough, a companion piece of this. It's like, you see, No Way Home did <laughs> what you tried to do and it did it so much better. I'm going to triple the amount of characters, literally triple the amount of characters that you're using and still do it better. It's yeah. fucking insane. The level, level of difficulty of execution on this film I cannot believe they pulled it off. I really can't. This is like this is a no-brainer, but when I say as well, th- to really, really prep for this film, 
do yourselves a favor and rewatch the you don't but, have to they but you'll get more out of it like there was mm-hmm. one moment which like you and I both had a <laughs> uh, yeah. and it's to do with electro uh, yeah that was Dodge even me. better because we had so recently watched the film we were um, accidentally very prescient by doing a rewatch of all of the films. Like we had exactly. obviously had no idea what was going to happen, but that rewatch is is perfect. Like if you're going to watch five films to prep for an MCU movie that aren't in the MCU, <laughs> how weird true, is that? Like, yeah, you have to watch all of the Sony films to understand this MCU film. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, before we get into like story uh, frame by frame, all of that stuff, I just want to. Let the box office sink in um, for for Spider Man. So Thursday, fifty million dollars. Friday, um, oh Friday plus Thursday was one hundred and twenty one million dollars. Saturday, seventy three million dollars. Sunday, fifty seven million, or a two hundred and fifty three million opening weekend. Global, five hundred and eighty seven million dollars. In four days. I would almost Ridiculous. be like. Ridiculous. Here, West Side Story, have a few million. We Took the words out of my mouth. It yeah. could it could absolutely give West Side Story all of the money. Like, this is going to easily cross a billion. It will be in cinemas through to January. Um, I want to go and see it again. I do. Um, yeah. I may well do because I don't. Well, I, actually, yeah, I haven't had to pay for either visit. <laughs> Because you very kindly bought the tickets in Ireland and I've got my cinema card over here. So I'm just like, yeah, okay, let's go watch it again. It has, it's the third biggest opening in the history of cinema. Um, I think it's only behind, yeah, and one of those films is fucking Endgame. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's insane. Unbelievable. Um, Right, okay. So the film opens... I have to going full spoilers now because it's just mm-hmm. stuff I need to do it. Do it. All right. So the film opens, we get yet. Yeah, so complete. It's like they've hit play on Far From Home. It keeps going. Which I love. Uh, I love. I love. Once again, I love it when movies do that. I love it when sequels do that. Give me back to the future too all day long. Carry on. Uh, yep. Brilliant. Um, they go, they go swinging through. And there's that ongoing joke of MJ's like, I said, we, I thought we wouldn't do this again. And yeah. Like, well, we kind of need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. They have actually a part, but there's a little bit of, uh, jo- there's a, there's a great, uh, joke where <laughs> Happy and Aunt May are basically having happy things they've just broken up. Aunt May's like, oh, we were just kind of seeing each other. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, they can hear a kerfuffle in Peter's bedroom and they're like, what's going on? And they open the door and there's Peter, you know, down at his jocks because he's just after taking off the suit. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, hi, I'm MJ. Uh, yeah. Uh, just, just have safe sex. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what was happening. It's just like, ah, like, um, and then because within seconds the place has been swamped by news helicopters and you know kind of it's like such turns a out fun it's really scene. easy to find somebody's address like haha uh-huh. surprise it's such a fun scene because he's running around stealing all of the phones closing all of the windows like i don't know why but this and this it's one of the things i love about tom holland he does physical comedy so so well and him trying to close that blind four or five times and then trying to web it closed and it still didn't work all along the news report is on the fucking TV yeah. and it is a shot of their apartment with helicopters around it. And MJ's just like, um, Peter, <laughs> Peter, that, that way, that way. It's hilarious. Like it's what a really well. 
this Confident, movie, funny way to open the film. 100%. This movie is the best Tom Holland has been in the role. Yeah, um, agreed. He's yeah, given absolutely. more to do. He's given some dramatic stuff. He's given a lot yeah. of comedy and he's excellent. Um, I've liked him consistently. Some films have been better than others, I guess. Mm. And that includes his, you know, Civil War, Endgame, Infinity yeah. War. Uh, but yeah, this is easily his best performance yeah. as Spider-Man. Um, so they get nicked by the feds. They get brought down to the station. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. great scene where MJ goes back to homecoming MJ and she's like, you know, monosyllabic. <laughs> yeah. Zendaya is brilliant she's in this perfect. film. But also, I think I'll pronounce this one. Is it Jacob Batlan or Batalan? I always get that wrong. Yes. Uh, cool. Uh, he has, sorry, shout out to that young man who lost 102 pounds between roles. Like he is seriously like, because, he was a larger young man, uh, young man the same age as me, uh, and has seriously started working on his Who are we health. talking about? Ned. This is Ned. Yeah. He's 25. That's upsetting. Don't tell me that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're the same age. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I was like, same age, my fuck. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, yeah. Um, but this, it's, he he does comedy really well as well. He kind of, he lets his mouth run away with him. It leads to a great scene. I mean, obviously we're going to spoil, but I'm not going to give you every word because I want you to enjoy the film. Although, you, yeah. why are you listening to this if you haven't seen the film? Anyway, no, you know spoiler. What you put, we've put like so many fucking spoiler warnings on this. Spoil away. Don't drink your coffee. Put it down. Spoil. Talk to me about people. So anyway, Ned basically agree, uh, admits to being Spider-Man's main accomplice and everything. And it was just... Um, the thing that annoys me always, but it's straight from the comics, it's from the cartoons, it's from everything, is that we know who Spider-Man is. Oh, he's a menace. He's literally saved the world like three times. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. that, so that's always I will the case s- at Marvel. Oh, it's the one, the Mysterio thing. That is my, you know what, this one, my one negative. My one, one negative is the Mysterio thing. It's, it is such a setup and it is smashed to the side so quickly. Like it is, that thing doesn't matter anymore. Like he's off the hook. It's not a problem. The world hates Spider-Man for ten minutes, and then it's fine. Mm. And I was like, ah, you yeah. kind of base a lot of the setup of your movie on that to then destroy it in ten minutes. Um, now I like where they went with the rest of the film, but I was lied to. You, you were, and it pleased me because yeah. we we find out in a scene in the apartment that no, it's okay. Peter reckons P- Peter's kind of off the legal hook and to say that I nearly wet myself uh, when we discover who it is is telling him yes. that he's going to be okay. Yes. Ian, say who it. tells him? It's who Matt tells Murdoch. him it's okay? It's Charlie Cox. Yes. It's fucking Charlie Cox. It's Matt Murdoch. Ah, I'm so happy. It's so good. I did so much <gasps> fist pumping during this film that anyone yeah. looking at me probably thought I was fighting a ghost. Honestly, yeah, and I, I now I like silence in cinemas, but there were several times where I went, Woo! yeah, like yeah. I loved it. The reveals were so good, and I wish I hadn't known going in that Charlie Cox was going to be there. Like I even like having the if they hadn't done the casting announcement, even that would have been better. As soon as like there was the casting announcement, I was like, okay, he's one hundred percent coming in exactly when we think he's going to come in. He did. It was still glorious. I loved it. I felt safe. It was like, you know you're getting that Christmas present, but you don't know you're getting it until you've actually opened it. But I couldn't help but think, man, there's an alternate timeline where Ian didn't have a fucking clue and Charlie Cox comes back. On that, I just want to take this opportunity 
to say to everyone who leaked pictures, fuck you. Yeah. Half the fun of these films is the reveals, is the twist. Um, Mm -hmm. I was listening to uh, Mark Kermode's review and he went to a screener where not only you know, well, you wouldn't leak it anyway, but not only were the staff in, where he was viewing it going, for the love of God, would you please not spoil this? There was actually yeah. a recorded intro from the cast going, would you, p- don't spoil this. Don't for do it. This is so special. There was, yes, the Im- I now know the image of Matt Murdock sitting in their apartment was leaked a few weeks ago. Yes, yeah. the image is real. And I mean, it is, the most annoying thing is just like, what you're doing when you do that is you are deliberately spoiling something that a lot mm-hmm. of thought and care and work yeah. has gone into for the audience. I mean, it's not just so, yeah. you know, Charlie Cox and Tom Holland can have a chat because <laughs> I'm sure they can have a chat over the phone. You know what I mean? But sure. So anyway, right. Money. That, that's that money. is my money. Fuck you. Fuck money. you. Fuck you. Everyone who does that. <laughs> now, there we go. Right. But that's money. my, it's yeah. not out of no, my totally system, agree. but yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, and I will always wonder, but. I, I, it was a beautiful moment and we even get, and this is, this is the restraint is chef's kiss because we get, they, they resolve everything. Happy's actually the one that's in more legal trouble because he's yeah. responsible for Stark's armory, apparently. Um, and a brick comes through the window and we get Peter's spider sense tingle, but Matt Murdock's hand catches the brick and they're just so like, cool. How, the How did you fuck do that? Did you do that? And he's like, "I'm a really good lawyer." <laughs> and it's, it's uh, the funny thing is, so there is, there is of course very much of a chance people are watching this film who might not have watched the Netflix series. Like, yes, 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 mean, yes. It, it's probably likely to be yeah. honest. And and up until the confirmation of him in the MCU, there is a kind of a are they canon or aren't they? Mm-hmm. feel about them. I mean, technically that's still sitting it's over still the question Jones, because Iron Fist and Luke Cage, even yeah. though Charlie Cox is in those series. There's no guarantee world. that this Charlie Cox is the Charlie Cox we know from The Defenders. It could be he looks the same in multiple universes. Exactly. Should look at J. John Jameson. Looks exactly, exactly the same in this film. Uh-huh. Except at this point, J.K. Simmons went, I'm not wearing the wig. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I should just really quickly, just because you can nearly discuss his scenes in isolation. He's just brilliant. He's just, oh, I get, he's just he's hasn't used lost a single thing about it. And if you if you're going to do expositional news segments to progress the story along, what a genius way to do it! Bring in somebody I actually give a shit about and actually want to watch talk. Um, really clever, really good really, way of doing it. Really, really well done. Uh, so that's yeah, that's that's it's 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 a very short scene with Daredevil. It was just enough to be like, oh. Yeah. Oh, and that's what I meant, like about the restraint, like Marvel knowing Uh, what's too much, what's needed. Like if it had been in much more of the film, it would have alienated probably 60, 70 percent of the audience that hasn't watched The Defenders. But this was enough. I was like, yes, like if he had suited up, I would have thought Mm -hmm. there's enough going on. Oh, man, don't do that to me. No, no, no. I wish he'd suited up. (laughs) <laughs> no, too, too, too much in this film. No, 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 no. Where he's brilliant and it's <laughs> it so, so good. So away they go. So the kind of the main the catalyst of what happens is that because Peter's excuse me because Peter's been doxxed, um, and you know his friend, you know he's outed, and the people who are near him are outed, is that Ned and Zendaya 
sorry, she has a character name. Ned and MJ. And MJ, yeah. Mind blank there for great a at doing that. Um, they start to feel the the repercussions. They're all rejected from MIT, for example, and it's yeah. Ned who kind of you know, not, kind of looks at the camera and says, his letter says, due to recent controversies. Uh, wink, wink. Yeah, wink, wink. We are unable to consider you. And, you know, they're all stiff upper lipping, but, you know, Peter's just like, oh, God, this is my fault. Ah, shite. Yeah. Um, It's definitely on me. So we have, yeah, Aunt May has to move. um, And they have, you know, they're not getting into college or whatever. So, yeah, it's, you know, there's there's a nice sweet scene. This is, it's in the trailer of MJ and Peter on the roof of the school. Because it's the only place they can find kind of peace. And it's just like, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And of course, as we all know is coming, it was in the trailer and it's Peter sitting there. He's like, Oh, down at the dumps. And he kind of looks up because this is around. No, it's, this is after Halloween. Um, there is a, MJ hasn't taken down the Halloween decorations yet. Mm. And instead of witches, it's all little Dr. Strangers. Yeah. In, in, it's in a, in a, uh, it's we quite cute. Kind of, um, I, I will, my one criticism about mm-hmm. the soundtrack, right? So first of all, I love the soundtrack. Michael Giacchino is really, really good. And he did all of the Spider-Man films. He also did Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So his own Doctor Strange theme comes in. Nice. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That was cool. Love it, right? So my one criticism is that some of the legacy themes are missing, and I feel them missing. Okay. And that criticism goes even further this is not his fault even further to the released soundtrack even mm. that one moment where we both nearly wet ourselves is not yeah. on the released <clears throat> soundtrack oh really yeah it was just like oh but man. why not I, mm. I i don't know it's i presume it's not right i mean it's in the film so i don't know but it's anyway. still sony sony still owns it yeah this is a sony so movie is, so that is a little thing and as, as we go on it'll become more clear why i'm but yeah. he goes and meets Doctor Strange, and there was actually a little bit of lies in the trailer here as well. Mm-hmm. So in the trailer, Wong is like, Stephen, don't you dare use that Exactly. Spell. Yeah. But that's not in the film. Nope. Wong is okay with it. He's yeah. he's like, sorry, Wong. Yeah, he's like, you know, whatever you're going to do, I'm off. See you later. I'm off being snowy. Um, man, the, sorry, the, the snowy, the snowy, um, what's it called? Um, sol- Solitude? Sanctorum. Uh, Sanctum Santorum, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Like, <laughs> it's this joke that keeps getting better the more that it happens. Everyone's slipping on the snow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange will just be like, saying something profound, like, whoop, just slip. Tom Holland will do the same. And it's like, oh, fall like, down. The, yeah, like, like, you know, Steve is there floating because the cape, and they're just like, I would as well. Uh, yeah. If I, if I had that opportunity. Well, yeah. Um, there was, oh, yeah, there, there was one actually bit of a revelation. He's not the Sorcerer Supreme anymore. No, it's now Wong, and it was given to him during the five-year blip. Um, Which I didn't realise it was as interchangeable as that. But also, no. and they don't have the stone. They don't have the time stone. They don't have any stones. Yeah, because the stone has been destroyed by Thanos. Correct. Which I'd oh, forgotten that? about. Like, oh, yeah. When you see the, the trailer is all about time travel, you're like, oh, yeah, he's using the time stone. Never once did I think, the fuck did he get that? Yeah. I was like, oh, but, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense, really. The um, way they get around it makes sense, though. It's there's obviously. so this isn't a time travel spell. This is a everyone forgets everything spell, um, which gets fucked. 
I like it. There is, and also one thing, again, this is not so much the trailer line, they just kind of left it out the trailer for obvious reasons, is that, so Peter's standing there with him. So they go down to their Sanctum Santorum squared, um, and, you know, it's kind of this focal point of, uh, what was it? Oh, he makes a joke about, like, this is a deeply <laughs> mystical site, and so they built a subway on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they go down and they start running. And then, but Peter's able to say, like, you know, oh, you know, erase everyone. And he's like, all right, nice knowing you, Peter Parker. He's like, wait, whoa, oh, hang on, what about my girlfriend? Wait, what? And me too. Stephen is able to go, like, oh, okay, right, I've rewritten it. So he can alter it. It's just that it's, the, I think the twist is not that it, it can be altered, it's that it can so easily be altered. Mm-hmm. Peter says, Oh, what about everyone who knows me? And then boom. So I think it's it's so linked to Doctor Strange's thoughts that even it's like Peter may as well have said, don't think about a pink elephant. And then suddenly the spell would have made pink elephants appear because it's so focused on his concentration and what he's thinking about that he couldn't help but change the spell when Peter starts saying the words. Exactly. Um, yeah. Which I like it. I'll I'll run with that. Like that's, totally that that works. Yeah, yep. I like it totally void altogether uh, and then they contain the spell and then it's there is a it's absolutely gas right so they do this and there's like that you know that the five minutes of oh it's actually all right or, yeah exactly know, put it all back together yeah and then you know he kind of peter references the fact like you know oh my god i'm doing this so that my friends can get into MIT. yeah and steven just kind of stops and he goes you decided to alter reality did you try and ring them He's like, what do you mean? <laughs> to argue your case. That was an option. I can do that. Uh, at this point, like, you know, kind of in the same vein of like, you mm-hmm. know, call me sir. Yeah. Um, and it's I, kind of like, it's, I had such a cinema sins moment because I was like, well, shit, that's a point that I'm not going to be able to make. And it's like, they came up with it while they were writing the script and then thought, fuck it. Let's just put it in the movie. Let's just have Dr. Strange address how ridiculous it is that Tom Holland didn't, uh, that's why Peter Parker didn't, Think of going to MIT first before changing the fabric of reality to suit his needs. Yep. And just say, yeah, you know what? You are a child. I forget about this. We saved the world together, but you're still a kid. And it's and it's so good. It covers up a plot hole. It's beautifully done. It does. I, I have to say, like, I hats off now. They, they handled that really well. So mm. um, through some dubious tracking, uh, they Peter finds the admissions manager, whose yeah. name escapes me now. And, you know, she's in the middle of a traffic jam. So again, there's a bit of like, okay, yeah, yeah. Edith is still alive and well. Okay, but they don't really use Edith in this film, in fact, at all. Um, So delete that name from your records. And Peter goes along and knocks (laughs) on the window and she's like, you realize this is a traffic jam? Paula Newsom, whose name is MIT Assistant Vice Chancellor. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, Her. Uh, So she's in the back of a car and they, they get about a second or two yeah. Of a chat, and to in which she starts to go like, I, you know, da, 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 I, maybe I'll reschedule. All of this, of course, is preamble to the ground that starts shaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, it's so it just the pacing is perfect in this yeah. film. I was like, oh, this is going on a bit. Oh shit, I recognize this road from the trailer. This is perfect. Yeah, um, and then it goes to shit, and a big. Octopus tentacle comes straight through the ground, and we have the arrival of Doc Ock. Now, this is pretty much uh, <sighs> this was not spoiled by the trailer. This was like deliberately yeah, revealed. Brilliant. Bring it on. Bring it yeah. on. And it's it's really Hello, well Peter. done. Um, 
And Again, can you imagine if you didn't know? Can you imagine if we hadn't seen a single frame of this movie? Everyone's still going to go and be. see it. Yeah. Well, yeah, in a, night, in a good way. Like, yeah, in but, a good way. But, I was like, but, fuck. Like, but I think yeah. everybody would, it would still make the same amount of money. But I think it would have been delayed a weekend. So I think its opening weekend would have been smaller. Word of mouth would have been, watch now. Now, immediately yeah. go and watch this film. But can you imagine the, the shock of like Doc Ock appearing out of nowhere? Oof. Um, and and you know what? So, because there was, I remember reading in advance, it was almost like a, people were bemoaning the fact that, yeah, listen, there, there's no practical uh, arms in this one. It's all CGI. Well, I mean, they did it bloody well. Oh, I don't care. I didn't, uh, if you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's really weird about it. He looks exactly like he did yeah. in Spider-Man 2 17 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, I should have noticed um, that. And the de-aging is, is brilliant, I have to say. Like, yeah. That keeps getting better and better, the de-aging. Um, <laughs> and, it's great. you know, they, they, they face off, they fight. Um, there is a, a great twist, actually. I like this because there was a quick shot in the trailer of the nanotech seemingly mm-hmm. being absorbed by Doc Ock. And I was wondering, oh, wh- you know, where's this going to go? Is yeah. he going to suddenly have not? It's like, no, it's Peter was always in control yeah. of the nanobots. It's still his. It's a great way to get out of the fight and Absolutely. to bring Doc Ock kind of down a peg or two. And it's yeah. so great when Peter's just having fun with it. And it's, again, just why Tom Holland's Spider-Man is so much fun. He's like, I'm going to pick up this car. I'm going to pick up this over here. And it's like, look at me go. I got your spider legs. <laughs> it's so, it's really, really good. And then that gives them a really, really quick, he kind of turns where he saves uh, MIT, Assistant Vice Chancellor. And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at your case. And he's like, oh, but I really want you to have a look at my friend. She's like, no, no, I'll have a look at all of your cases. Don't talk yeah. to yourself out of this. And it's really yeah, quite funny. Don't worry. And then she goes off. And then again, in the trailer. <laughs> Sorry, she gives like a real stern word to Doc Ock. She's like, not cool. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> gives him a telling off. Uh, then we get the arrival. Now, it's really, really quick. Uh, again, in the trailer, um, mm-hmm. you get that laugh. And you get the little clink, yeah. clink, clink of clink. the goblin pumpkin bomb yeah. that's when you get your reveal of the green power ranger goblin brilliant. they've just copied and pasted from the first one and good initially because of what they do with it good mm-hmm. yeah. um and then they're like oh shoot we need to get out of here so they do away they bring them to the sanctum uh, santum sanctorum and this is where we get what what i thought and they didn't they didn't do what i thought they were going to do is when they arrive here's doc ock and you know here's a Lizard has already been captured by Doc Ock. And I thought, because it, it, there's a good while before, mm-hmm. so Risa Fans does reprise the role. Yes. But there is a good while before he speaks. And then I didn't think he had. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought that they were just going to keep him as a visual. I was like, that's going to stand out. That, w- that would have stood out really, really bad. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. Because there is there's a few minutes, let's say five. It could be 10, it could be less. Mm. Of it's just, oh, he's just kind of a... Oh no! Famous reptiles. He's yeah. just here for visual sake. Well, it made me wonder. I was like, is this even our lizard? Is this a lizard yeah. from a different universe that we that we actually don't know about? Which doesn't make any sense. But as if you couldn't get Reese back for this film, like, yeah, I'm going to turn it down. Yeah, exactly. Because like at this point, you know, you've you've got like I did. I as you say, as if he's going to turn out. But we knew Jamie Fox, Alfred Molina, and Willem Dafoe were going to be appearing. I yes. didn't know that Risa Fans was going to be back and someone I'll discuss yeah. in a second. I didn't know mm. that either of them were going to be back, which is right. great. 
But you, you saw know. Lizard in the trailer, though, didn't you? I don't know. I, no, no, no. I knew the character. Right, got it. I didn't okay, realize cool, cool, cool. Reese yeah. Franz was back. Got it. Um, so, yeah, they're... So, they talk about, yes, there's another guy, there's another guy, and, you know, through detectiveness, mm. they identify, oh, well, we've got we've got a... There's a, a power drain radar. somewhere. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll head out there. That'll surely be him. Um, and then purely just to show off the underworking, like Spidey gets dumped with green paint at one point, just mm. so they can strip it down and show all the wiring. It just looks cool. There's no reason yeah. for it, but it's like it's black suit cool. Spidey, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I kind of yeah. like it. Um, Doctor Strange <laughs> gives him a phaser. Um, <laughs> yeah, a, a, no, it's one of the. It's um, no, it's the it's the phaser from Gambit, which is actually a oh, transporter. So you shoot the thing and it gets transported. It's that. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, and that, that's not an exaggeration. It's exactly yeah. what it is, right? And so uh, they go to... Now, we as the audience are like, oh, because he goes yeah. to a power station. And we're like, we know what's going on here. Uh, I was laughing, though, because, again, just not thinking. You see something moving mm. kind of around him. And, you know, it's like, hang on, what's... Kind of like, but if he's at power station, I presume it's going to be... What's what's going to be in the, what? Yeah. And then yes, we get a great shot of it. You know, Peter's in the foreground, <sighs> and behind him, just basically these electrical conduits just start uh-huh. coming together and forming the shape of a man. Yeah. Uh, Peter, nice, and it's all done nice and slowly. Mm-hmm. Turns around and he's like, probably should phaser that. Yeah, <laughs> it, and it goes straight through. Yeah, it's made of energy. And then we get the bit that I think both of us went rock hard. For yeah, we did. Because Hans Zimmer's electro theme, we get one statement of it and it's made very, very well. It's so good. Oh. It's just a big. Yes! Oh, good. So and good. then the ground rises in front of Peter. And we're like, oh, yeah. Starts-, starts protecting him. And Thomas Hayden Church reprises the role of Sandman, which I did yeah. not know. I did not know that going into this film. Oh, it was going to be him, him. That it was going to be him. And he's there talking, he's chatting away and everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and he's like, hey, Peter, it's me. Remember Flint Marco? You know, we, we, we <laughs> nope. hit you. And it's just like, he's like, I don't know what's going on. But I'm as an audience member going, I remember 2007. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love it. Like that's, that's such, it's the first like real um no second crossover so we get a crossover of doc ock and lizard which is crossing toby Maguire and andrew garfield's franchises yeah. and then we get the same in this as well and we're like oh things are intermingling this is so much fun already really? um and we get to see our electro the electro that we see in amazing spider-man he's all blue yes. he's a bit weird but he has a different it's all this yellow energy around him because there's a different energy quantum signature in this universe, which is fine. What I um, like is that very clearly Jamie Foxx said, I'll come back but, on one condition. Yeah. Uh, I'm condition not doing the kind cool. over. Yeah. And like, you know what? It's the right call to make. Oh, like if you, I can buy that he's been changed by being electro, etc. So the Jamie, the, the uh, max that we see is a more confident individual. The hair, fine, it happened. Yeah, it's like that's. I mean, that's and clearly he's going to a barber. Like, you mean this is yeah. not like I just kind of singed, but but anyway, yeah, exactly. Um, they dress it, and the lizard person is like, "Didn't you have a comb over and glasses?" Yeah, and I re- that uh, because I think I think isn't that the first time Kurt Connor speaks? Uh, yes. No, I think yeah, it is. No, it is definitely because yeah. they're just like the dinosaur can talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's new. Uh, 
and it's good as well because it's kind of like it's it's both hanging a lampshade on the fact that Jamie Fox mm-hmm. obviously looks different in this one, yeah. while also being like, yeah, right, let's just just whatever. Let's just you're you know. gonna like this better, I promise. Whatever we do here, it'll be better than putting up with a comb over for the entire film. Exactly, and for a very short time, uh, we have nearly all of them. The only one who we know is back that isn't yeah. captured is Goblin. Yeah, um, and there's nearly, nearly, kind of, they seem to be seeing reason. Yeah, obviously, all... Flint yeah. Marco, he was only a villain by I need money to save my daughter. Yeah, uh, Kirk Connors won't be happy until you're all lizards. Doc Ock, well, you're never really speaking to Otto Octavius; you're speaking to his arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and that's the implied thing, isn't it? That none of them are evil; they were made evil by their powers. So, and that's a big thing in this film. Yeah, it's huge, huge. So. Lizard Man is, I always forget his name, sorry. Connors? Uh, Kurt Connors. Kurt Connors. He's made evil because the serum or whatever he took, yeah, turned him into a lizard, but made him bonkers. Yeah. Doc Ock has never been in control. It's always been the arms. Max, the eels made him crazy. Um, And Green Goblin is exactly the same thing, that the serum is the thing that made him bonkers. Him himself, Harry Osborn, is still a good person. Uh, Norman. Norman, sorry. Uh, So... Because actually the next scene goes to, it's him. And I think I was a little bit pleasantly surprised of how much Willem Dafoe we get in this film. Yeah, I liked it. Again, I think that's, it's, well, we're skipping ahead, but it's, are we? No, we're not. That's pretty much Well, the next, next one is it? him of the alley. Um, yeah, that's it. And this is the first time I really, really understood and bought that we're dealing with two different characters. That we're dealing, I know it's yes. pretty obvious in the original films that there's the mirror of reflection and whatnot, but... I really felt that Norman Osborn was a good person that yeah. was being fucked up by a psychosis of some sort. Because um, he does he, so he, much clearer. I, and again, I like how they bring him and Peter together. Is that he just walks into Aunt May's soup yeah. kitchen, basically, and he's just like, uh, "I feel crazy. I need Spider-Man's help." Yeah, and that's Norman's bit. Like you know what this is? This mm-hmm. is Norman speaking. This is not yeah. Goblin. Um, and she rings up and like, yeah, hi, Peter. One of the guys you're looking for has just walked in. <laughs> yep. And he's, you know, he's ready to go. And Yeah. But he's like, Peter. no, please uh, help, please. Yeah, um, really nicely done. And we get a, again, this is done so simply, just a little confirmation that there isn't a Norman Osborn in yes. this reality and there's no Oscorp. There's no Oscorp. There's nothing. Like, there's none of me in this universe. What the hell am I going to do here? Um, and what we kind of what we get to in the previous scene because is this where Doctor Strange turns? That one's just oh, after because um, Willem but, Dafoe is in that scene. Yeah, no, he is. Um, so yeah, he's happy that they've captured everybody. And there's two things like the the way they space out the humor in this film is so good. So he accidentally transports a tree into yeah. one of the one of the containers, and Ned's just like. Right, what do we need to do about this one? Is this tree going to start talking? What is, is it? Yes, like, is this tree man? You know, yeah, This is just a tree. Don't worry. This is fine. And when they finally get to Doc Ock's name, it's like, I'm Otto Octavius. And the side eye that they give each other is like, no, really? What's your name? And it's, it's so great because the audience is in on it. It's fine because maybe it's cheesy in this parallel universe, but it doesn't matter. But in this universe where we are, that's a dumb name, sir. It is. It is a. It is a bloody dumb name. It's uh, hilarious. But I, again, thinking back to Spider-Man to J.K. Simmons, J. John, huh, a man named Otto Octavius ends up with eight limbs. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> um, 
And so we, we get <laughs> we get them all back anyway. And then Doctor Strange's like, great, cool. Let's send them back slash kill them. Uh, well, and that's what's implied, isn't it? Send them back uh, to the moment in time that they were that they came from and the realization that they're all just like, yeah, Spider-Man kills me, Spider-Man kills me, Spider-Man kills me. And Peter's not okay with that. He's not. And and Strange is very cold about it. Mm. He's re- he's just like, that's their fate. That's their yeah, fate. Don't fuck with no it. Even... It's already happened. I was I'm not sure how I felt about it. he doesn't even entertain the discussion of is there no. anything we could possibly do? Yeah. And I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that. Like uh, it's not I would that flick I... that switch so quick. Well, put them all back. Uh, yeah, put them back. Yeah. They never should have been Eyeballing here to begin them with. as you did it. Yeah. yeah. Contact. I was like, hey, yes, yeah, like if, if there was a room and two Vicks and Khan were in that room and Janeway had two bullets, she'd shoot two Vicks twice. I was like, yep, yeah, I would press that button twice, even if I had the option to not. That. <laughs> um but we oh we get a line again that's got a big laugh out of the audience you know it's like you know kind of is there anything we could do to help i think we do help and then you have uh willem defoe actually i'm something of a scientist myself <laughs> yes you are yeah yeah yes you are boom uh, um there is so there's some great callbacks like that i mean mm-hmm. obviously the whole thing is a callback but oh yeah definitely. great callbacks like that um, but it's so it's so meta as well because the end of every superhero film, nine times out of ten, the supervillain dies, and it's a very unsuperheroic thing. And you always have to spin it in a way that they were given a chance but died anyway, and or it's somehow an accident. Um, but this really addresses the fact that hey, maybe people aren't beyond redemption. Maybe they're doing bad shit, and we can fix them and we can help them. And yeah, they pay for their crimes, but we rehabilitate as well instead of killing them all. And it's it's a superhero trope that I didn't think about because in Hollywood, it's like, yeah, the bad guy's got to die. Hans Gruber's got to fall out the building. Yeah, um, There's no way of getting around it. Um, yes, 100%. Uh, and we get a visually spectacular then battle between Doctor Strange and Peter because Peter's like, well, maybe we could not kill them. Um, uh-huh. And Strange Again. is just like, in the sorry, in the trailer, that is painted as a huge, huge deal and a huge point, and it's kind of not. It's I, not it, really. It's their it way of to taking Strange off the board. Yeah, exactly. And hanging him over the Grand Canyon for, for forty-eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> whatever how long it was. It's never explained how he gets back from the Grand. That's that's what no. I, I don't mind. It's not a massive plot point, but because you have to, if you have a character who is Superman, you need to Superman him. You need to take him off the board. Yeah, and, of course you, know, you do. Otherwise, but it's again, it's great variety because we get a peek at like we've got Doctor Strange in the movie, but they let him do Doctor Strange things. It's not just a cameo; it's you get to see some of his time and space bendy magic stuff, um, which is so much fun. Some building inceptiony stuff looks looks great, but they 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 get rid of him and then they so Peter's all about let's help these guys. So they end they all end up back at Happy's apartment. Uh, of course <laughs> they do. Um, the Sinister Six just walking past the camera. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, not, uh, Happy Rings going, I could, I have a doorbell cam, but I could see what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. um, like, can you tell me who, the, who these men are that are walking uh, into the apartment? Um, and then we get Science Peter, which I really like. Yay! We do uh, science the shit out of some things with some very intelligent people. Exactly. Um, you know, and we get um, they they build, so the first one to be quote unquote cured yeah. is 
Doc Ock. They which makes get sense. the inhibitor chip, which was broken all the way back at the beginning. Yeah. And it is absolutely brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Um, that's what he's good at. That's the technology stuff is the stuff that he's good at. It makes sense. That's where he would begin. And it works. And it is, it sets up the finale beautifully. Indeed it does. Indeed it does. Uh, we get the not entirely shocking, but absolutely works for me bait and switch of Norman's being really helpful, isn't uh-huh. he? Yeah. Uh, and you can see the second where it happens because he's he's looking in the mirror and I think it might be might be Electro or someone that talks to him and the voice changes. And Electro yeah. obviously doesn't know the significance of that, but we fucking do. And from that second onwards, it was tense as fuck right up yeah. until the point that we lose a character. Yes. And that is, yeah. So unfortunately, anyway, uh, so yeah, we'll get really, to it was always on 10 talks. I, I have one criticism again, and this is, I, I, I don't have an explanation around this one. This is, mm-hmm. oh, there was a shortcut in the script. Okay. Why, why did Flint Marco go bad? Bamf. Um, no, what, I, why did he join the lads in? Get I don't, there? He had no yeah. motivation. That was, no, you're right, because he just disappears. Like he gets exits the then, situation and then comes back on their side. So I, I feel like there is a scene we've missed. Like maybe he doesn't believe, but he, he has proof that Doc Ock has been cured. Yeah. So why wouldn't he believe? Why wouldn't he team up? So I, yeah, no, it's I agree. It, it is, I'm, unfortunately, it isn't, it's a little. Mm. Yeah, we, I'm we happy need to, to have that scene at the statue where. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy to accept that there is a reason that we don't know, but I'd like yeah. to know what it was. Yeah. You're right. I so that's it, but that. I'm just getting that out of the way because it is I, there isn't an answer. There isn't one coming as to why no. Flint Marco joins no. these guys. So, no. but anyway, so, um, so Goblin Goblins, and yeah. Electro does what Goblin now, does. There was a actually I really liked. You know, when they have, so there's the stolen Tony Stark tech, which is a replicator. Great. Uh, sitting in <laughs> Happy's apartment. Yeah. Has an arc reactor. So the look of sheer glee and greed on Electrosize when he sees the arc reactor, that is like putting me in the middle of Eagle Moss Factory and expecting me not to play <laughs> with everything. Of not course I'm going to. All of them. Of course it is. Yeah. And it's such a great way to blend the two universes because, of course, that's what he wants. And it's the last thing he should get his hands on. It's infinite energy. Wow. It's, yeah, it's a, the way they blend the universes. I'm like, oh, you know, of course he doesn't know about the arc reactor because there's no Tony Stark in these universes. Ah, oh, chef's kiss. Really, really. I, I, I love that. Funny enough, because I misheard you there. I know you said chef's kiss. I thought you said just kiss. I'm like, I would. I am kissing the film at this yes, point. That's please. how much I'm enjoying it. Uh, for a moment, and then I get sad. Yeah, uh, but this—I will say—the way that this scene is put together, these these Tom Holland Spider-Man films do fight choreography so well. Like Peter yeah. Parker gets the snot kicked out of him, and it is glorious, and it's so visceral. It's so like kind of oh, ouch, that fucking hurts. I'm so glad you have a healing factor. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's absolutely brutal. And then it, it kind of wraps itself up in a really organic way. Yeah. And then. And then. Now, so Goblin goes from, in the context of this anyway, from, oh, it's not his fault to, I want him dead. Yeah. 
I want every version of Peter Parker dead. Doesn't matter what universe I'm in. Oh, no, I meant I want Goblin dead. But yes, I understand that from Goblin's point of view. Oh, yeah, but that's like, what I want every version on. of Peter Parker dead. I, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, um, in this scene, um, okay, here we go. So Goblin Uncle Ben's Aunt May. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She, yeah. He absolutely does. To the point of we get a great uh, power comes great responsibility in oh. into her lips. Yeah. So good. And again, I, you know, what a performance from Marissa Tomei, because I was only talking, um, I was, I was talking to John after we came out of the film and I said, I believe like she was so clearly playing somebody, you know, the way you, you have that trope in films where someone's been shot, but they only reveal it, mm-hmm. you know, 45 minutes later when they've had horrendous amount of blood loss, blood loss. Yes. And then, so Initially, right, she has been quite gravely injured, but mm-hmm. Marissa Tomei, she played shock so well. Like you, yes. she could, you could hear the shaking in her voice, the shaking in her hands, that when she kind of slips, then mm. I absolutely believe that no, because her body had been in shock, that yes, she hadn't. Yeah. I, I really, really believe no, that. No, I totally more believe so that. than because oh, it was like, it was blunt force trauma that hit her it wasn't like a stab or anything it was her ribs are broken her insides are mangled but she's still in one piece i know that peter finds some blood and whatnot but yeah she's got enough to keep her going um totally buy it it was beautifully done and it wasn't overdone either we didn't linger on the death for too long again the pacing is just perfect and even though this was the one part of the film that was spoiled for me and yourself I know, right? It, wait, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, you do yeah, remember that. Fair cool. question. But yes, I do, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, we had you... the... Yeah, we were just flicking through YouTube videos and the fucking title on Thursday night was, um, yeah, May Parker's Death Explained or whatnot. And I was like, fuck you. In your okay. title, really? Yeah, no one had a chance. My rant extends yeah. to whatever person uploads. Like, yeah. stop. That's a dick yeah, Anyway, anyway. But yes, that happens. And so Peter gets out of there. So we cut to Ned and MJ. In yeah, Ned's we fucking house. do. Yeah, we do. And yeah, we they, do. They have, they managed to rob uh, Dr. Strange's sling ring <laughs> off, him, which is how yes. they managed to get him out of there. And, you know, they're just like, oh man, I just, I, I, because MJ's been given the whole spell to keep it safe. And, you know, yes. she can, she can do the yeah. kill switch at whatever time, you know, blah, blah, blah. And Ned's just like, oh man, I just wish I could see Peter. And he kind of spins his hand and we get a little, <laughs> little spark. A little spark goes off the background. And she's like, oh, wait, maybe this works. Can you do it again? He's like, all right, grand. So they he does the, the Doctor Strange hands and he goes, I wish I could see Peter. And then a portal appears and we can see a kind of an alleyway and yeah. someone who looks a lot like Spider Man is down the back of that. But and we like, know that's Peter. not where Peter, we know that's not where Tom Holland is. Oh, and then Ian and then. Oh, my- then Spider-Man walks through the portal, takes his hat off, and it's Andrew Garfield. Yes. Yeah! Oh my god! And, again, and that's where I went. Yes. Oh, yeah. God. It was an acceptable cheer because it was it was relief. It was excitement. It was oh my god, they've done it, and it was such a great way of doing it. Um, yes. The caveat is that Peter fucked the spell so hard that instead of everybody forgetting who Peter Parker is. Anybody who knows who Peter Parker is is instead pulled into this universe, which is gorgeous because it, it explains all of the villains that are in know who Spider-Man is. 
which is great. Like that's, you don't have to be it, the whole. Oh, it's Peter Parker. We yeah, know it doesn't. We you know. don't have to worry about. Hey, why didn't random Steven Seagal turn up? Like, why? Why is he not here? Because he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. Yeah. It's beautiful, and that. And oh course, man, when he took like, the mask, Peter off. Parker knows that Peter Parker is uh huh. So it absolutely works. And the beautiful uh, thing is that he's managed to. He's they all get dragged in at the same time. So he's had some time to figure out, hmm, this, there's something squiffy going on here. This isn't my world. A lot of the, the work of explaining, this is why you're here and this is why I'm Doctor Who, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is why we look the same or why we look different. That's already been done. So we can just enjoy Andrew Garfield being Spider-Man and it's and he, glorious. He's so good. And there's, uh, it's the time difference is explained as well. It is like, it's th- th- basically it said that I think this. I think this movie I read somewhere is set twenty twenty four ish, right? Okay. But this is Andrew Garfield with enough time having gone past from his yeah. films. The amount, um, same amount of time. Yeah, because he does. There's a, a scene where they discuss stuff has happened after exactly. Amazing Spider Man two, uh, and there's a little there's a little funny thing of prove your Peter Parker, and he's like. What stepping through the portal wasn't enough, and uh, MJ's <laughs> chucking bread rolls at him. Yes! You don't have a tingle. I have a tingle. It doesn't work on bread. Uh, he jumps up and he just he's just hanging from the ceiling with his fingers. And then there's this great again this mix of comedy. You know, uh, Ned's mum speaks to him, and Ned just goes, um, "She asks if you can get the cobweb just while you're up there." And I'm just like, "Of course, of course, okay. Spider Man is the one to get rid of the cobweb." Yep. Um, oh, it's like, so does, good. Does that do it? Does that do it? And then there's a oh, there's a great thing of MJ goes. Listen, we need to find the real Peter. No offense. And he's like, Ouch. Yes. Um, Ouch. The cinema lost it at that because it's such a digger. Yeah, you weren't the best Spider-Man, even though he was. Um, brilliant. Yeah. It's great. It's like, ouch. It's like that ouch was an ouch for all of the hatred that the internet gave Andrew Garfield. Exactly. It's so good. It's so good. And so Ned tries again. Yep. And at this point, you're like, Yeah, I, I know. I'm the cinema knows what's happening next. Uh, and then the portal opens behind him, and then just who's who's this bloke? Who's this guy? This isn't in a Spider-Man suit. Whoop! It's so good. It's like Gandalf the White turns up over the hill, and it's like <gasps> Jeremy Maguire! Yes. From well, from the moment the first portal opened until nearly the end of the film, I was just mm. smiling. Well, from there onwards, it's like, you've done it. You've done it. Um, my, my good buddy Aaron summed it up in one sentence. Marvel knows how to play with its toys. Yes. And it's, oh, it, brilliant. It absolutely does. Like Marvel got all of its toys out of the box and played with them very politely and perfectly. Um, and what, what amazes me is how much Andrew Garfield, well, Andrew Garfield is one of the best actors in the frigging world, uh, but it's how much he carries his Peter Parker into this film. It's the yeah. same character, the same kind of jovial jokiness. Tobey Maguire is still serious as shit and a bit dorky. Um, they keep so much of themselves in this film. Like, and exactly. I'd say even more credit to Tobey Maguire, again, with this time difference, they don't yeah. bother trying to, they don't no. de-age him. He has aged, what was it? 2007 was yeah. Spider-Man 3. So we've had what nearly fifteen years now have mm-hmm. passed. He looks like he's fifteen still years have passed. Yeah, he's still Spider Man exactly. Yeah, and you know they do. You know they they lodge. So they have a, a moment of testing each other. Are you both Spider? And it's yeah. funny, and they both do a flip and everything, and it's all great crack. And they logic 
MJ and Ned into figuring out where Peter Parker is, or exactly the other Peter Parker is Tom Holland. For, for the purposes of this podcast, we will refer to them by actor name. Going, we're on. gonna have to from yeah. now on. Or Spider Man One, Two, and Three. Oh, I love it. Like, you know, I'm Spider Man Three, aren't I? Okay, it's fine. Define, I'll be Spider Man Three. What what I love about this first meeting is it doesn't do the thing that happens with Doctor Who. So whenever Doctor Who meets themselves, there's always an argument, and it's like, oh, I don't like you, and whatever, and they eventually decide to get along. This is immediate. Like, there's a little bit of, like, testing each other's powers, but they're immediately like, oh, you're cool, you're me. And they're so happy, and they're just like, there's another Peter Parker out there that needs our help. I was like, oh, we're not going to have conflict. We're going to TNG this shit and just let them get on and have fun. No interpersonal conflict. Everyone, get, I, um, and I love it. Everyone loves each a, other. No, I well, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, Internet, but no one wants to see Peter Parker fighting Peter Parker. No, not that's not what we're here for. Sinister Six as well, or the Sinister yeah. Five. Whatever. Um, yeah, you have enough people for him for them to fight. Like exactly, oh, it's so good. So we get the reunion, and again, Tom Holland smashes this scene because he is grieving oh. hard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. And MJ comforts him. And Ned, because, you know, Ned obviously knew May very well. Yeah, of course. So it's not overdone, but it's enough. And then just that MJ, I have a couple of people here who want to meet you. Oh, my God. God. And they're on the fucking roof. And it's like, "Ah, it's so good. So good. But it's not, it's also not an immediate from Tom Holland. It's not an immediate, great, everything's better. It's like, I know who you guys are. I can make the leap. You don't don't pretend like you know you neither of you have lost your May like uh, yeah like don't pretend like, you know, you're right we we haven't yeah but we do understand you know we have yeah. our own trauma that we're dealing with yeah like you didn't lose a Gwen Stacy and that oh my goodness the oh Andrew Garfield is my favorite part of this film He's how he brilliant. explains like I lost Gwen which was my MJ. And things just went bad from then onwards. I stopped caring. Basically implies that he just kills people. Like he did. He, he just kills bad we guys. We know that Spider-Man can punch through a wall. So if he yeah. is punching a jaw, that jaw is shattering. He's killing some people. And there is this darkness that like, yeah, the following five years or however long it's been since we last saw Garfield, um, mm. it went dark and he has some major regrets and he doesn't want Tom Holland to go the same way. And it's, there is so much of the characters talking to each other and the actors talking to each other that is so well done. Toby Maguire, <sighs> he, he all he has to do is the night Uncle Ben died, I went looking to get my revenge. Uh-huh. I got what I wanted and it didn't make me feel better. And he does like we know as the audience, we know what happened. We know, you know, the guy tripped. It's you know, although yeah, technically he didn't kill him. He didn't particularly save him either. You know, there was nope. Yeah. So so we know what that means. So we go through that and then relatively quickly, it's nothing is brushed under, but there's kind of a right, greater good. Can we work on maybe, you know, saving this shit out? Yeah. And it's just we, then we cut to the science lab and it's just it's three Peters geeking out. Oh, they're just yeah. they're sciencing together and we get the first of two kind of Spider-Man meme things when yeah, Ned is just like so cool. Peter I was like they will go yep I was like um uh Peter Parker I was like yep nope yeah. that's still us I was like um uh, Spider-Man I was like nope still us uh, from this reality that'll be Tom Holland yeah um 
and they have what I what I took as well. So you picked up on an in joke that I didn't get that comes a little bit later on, and I picked mm-hmm. up on this one. So they're talking about so they're kind of right. We're going to what we're going to do, and then Andrew Garfield goes, "Oh well, listen, I've got the cure for uh, Kirk Connors already. Yeah, it's no big deal. Like I'll just yeah, uh, I, I just looked up where it's no big deal." And they're both looking at me like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "It's no big deal." And of course, that if that's not a reference to the Sony hack from a few years yeah. ago where they were discussing this other Spider-Man film where this Spider-Man was supposed to be, oh yeah, just going to swing through the air. No big deal. No big deal. It's totally <laughs> fine. Which I was just like, I love the shade going on yeah. here. I so love much this. shade. So much shade. Um, um, and then there's the yeah. kind of, that web just comes out of you? Oh, it's beautiful. I'm so glad they addressed it. Again, they, every single like kind of comparison, they managed to address it in the movie pretty yeah. much. It's like, it just comes out. Like, Do you ever get like a, blockage or well they talk about it more later on don't they like do you get a blockage what does it come out of anywhere else is it just the wrist no um but yeah they do get that when they do all of their sciencing and whatnot and they come decide to come up with a plan or whatever and go and get goblin and they have this moment on the the scaffolding around the um the statue of liberty and it's so great that they're just talking to each other and so you guys just like you are amazing I want you. I want you to say it. You to Andrew are Garfield, amazing. exactly. Oh. And it's just the OG Spider-Man reassuring the Spider-Man that got tons of shit from the internet. And I think anybody in the audience that was that person must have been hanging their head and going, "Yeah, that was well, a sure, move, surely as well." It? it was a reference to the fact that he was in the two films, The Amazing Spider-Man. Well, no, of course, yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. duh. Of course it is. But I mean, it, what I got from it was that this is a. This is the Spider-Man that everyone loves saying, yeah. it's okay. You are Spider-Man as well. It's, oh. And he's like, thank you. Like, you know, I, needed I needed to, hear, to that. hear that. Yeah. I just, I think I, I know that, but I needed to hear it. I was like, oh it's my so God. Nice. It's, so it's just so wholesome. The three of them together. It it's is. such a wholesome trio. So wholesome. And that is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is always like wholesome and cheeky. And it's not Tony Stark, who's a bit of a dick to everybody. Yeah. It's, if this was yeah. three Iron Men, I think this would be a very oh, different film. Oh, this would film. be hideous. <laughs> yeah. And if they got along, it would be weird and nobody would enjoy it. Exactly. They're all um, trying to one-up each other. And my art exactly. reactor is bigger. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Billionaire Playboy f- plan for this. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we get it. Um, <sighs> what's uh, But what else then as well? So, yeah, they, quite cleverly, they announced their plans to Jonah Jameson. It's like, we're going to the yeah. Statue of Liberty. You yes. Know, basically daring the villains to show up. Yeah. Um, and oh, it's just again. So they get there. Um, and yeah, they're having this this chat and they're getting ready for the oh yeah, the, oh, there's a quick quip about because obviously Andrew Garfield arrives in his full costume. I'm sure Tom mm-hmm. Holland is there in his costume, but Toby had to be yeah. in quite in normal street clothes. <laughs> and, and Andrew Garfield goes like, So are you gonna suit up or are you just gonna look like a youth pastor the whole time? Like <laughs> Uh, and then he just kind of pulls down the t-shirt and of course he does have the costume the, underneath. The audience lost it at that line because it was like, oh shit, he does. It's just addressing things that are weird. It's like, why aren't you in your in your outfit and whatnot? Yeah. But yeah, the seeing the three different spider costumes was so great. It was... Oh, Image of the film just so for good. me is the three of them jumping and landing on the head of the Statue of Liberty. Of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. It's beautiful. Um, I think the next best image for me is, obviously the first round of fighting doesn't go very well because they're not talking and they don't know who they're supposed to be jabbing first. Yeah. And then they decide an order of kind of initiative to steal a D&D phrase um, and who's taking the lead and who's going what. And when they team up and they're all swinging through the air and there is yeah. this one second where all three of them, almost like a matrix 
rotate around the three of them. It's so great. It's like, oh man. This is, I didn't even know I wanted this and I've got it. It's so good. And this is where we get, as you said earlier on, this is where we get the reveal that yes, the trailer was absolutely lying to us. And yeah, Lizard Uh was getting kicked in the face by Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire was taking on Sandman. Mm -hmm. And you have Tom Holland is kind of dashing out of the way of superpowered Electro. Um, Yeah. And yeah, because, so we get, yeah, a little bit of back and forth and this and that. and everything. Oh, there's the, the great joke. This is the one you picked up on of uh, Toby Maguire. I didn't know this. Oh, what um, with his back? Yeah. yeah. So he's stretching it out before they kick off. And Andrew Garfield was like, oh, what's up? Are you good? And it's like, yeah, no, just back problems. And it could just be a joke that they he's old and he's the older Spider-Man and it's going to take its toll. But um, for Amazed, for the second Spider-Man film that Toby Maguire was in, he wanted more money and they refused and he he faked an injury um he faked a massive like back problem that he said was caused by filming to sue them and get more money um but he got found out and it nearly ended up in him being recast so it's 100% a nod back to that it has to be and it's you know that you say that it must be like it, it be. has to be but it's kind of sony saying it's okay we forgive you we made enough money out of you well, there is that. I mean, Spider-Man 3 made incredible amounts of oh, money. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, and like, so he got paid $4 million for the first Spider-Man, and they wanted to pay him, I think, like $6 million or something for the second film. I was like, fuck you guys. Like, you know this movie's going to make bank. Um, so, they thought, like, I try to, I, I, can't, I can't for the life of me, I can't remember the order of things, right? So, they, like, Flint Marco is there and yeah. is cured. Uh, because he's, Flint, not, he's it, not really a instigator villain. He kind of seems like he's there yeah. for the crack more than anything else. It's exactly the same as Spider-Man 3. He's a bit of filler. I think we could have had this film without him. We could, I mean, like, love seeing a... Yes. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't do enough. He, he's not a plot along. He's more like a, yeah. I'm here to... It's kind of like we needed somebody... We needed it to be... Three. Yeah. And because we're not Doc o- James Franco back. Well, exactly. But also we have Doc Ock, but we've taken him out of the fight because we cured him. So we need a villain from Maguire's universe that isn't Goblin to fight alongside Electro and Lizard or else it's the Amazing Spider-Man show. Um, the only thing that surprised me was Vulture not turning up, to be honest. <laughs> but I get um, it. Yep, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. It would have been interesting, but yeah, he doesn't. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, Sandman gets taken out first, which is fine. He's incidental. He's not doing any harm. Um, there's a bit more work to get rid of. Um, I think no lizard goes next pretty soon afterwards. Yeah, they kind of they kind of knock him out and then oh by the way you're cool. Yeah, bit, bit like that, which is fine. Which is fine. Like there's enough cool stuff and fighting and battling that it's cool. Get rid of him. Um, oh, you know the most dangerous thing he does is jump through the portal that Ned and MJ can't close. Oh, so, that's it. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield chases him into. Um, well, no, we've yeah, no. This leads to a huge, fucking huge moment. Um, they chase MJ. Um, he the lizard chases MJ. Oh, that is this moment. Blah yeah, blah blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, they have to run through the portal back to the Statue of Liberty, and at some point, I don't care if I'm out of order, but MJ falls. Yeah. Tom Holland swings in to get her, but is taken out by Green Goblin or Electro or somebody. Goblin. Yeah. By Goblin. And it's down to Andrew Garfield. I and didn't we say it. Didn't I say it. If he's in yep. the film, this will be this is a redemption moment for him. And I absolutely. absolutely love it. I don't care if it's 
I love this moment. It's and then he glorious. grabs her and lands and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. You he okay? fucking cries. It's uh, this is why I love Andrew Garfield. The man can cry on cue like no one else, and I believe him. He just breaks down because he's just like, Oh, I saved her. I did it. I, it is a beautiful, beautiful moment. It's perfect. It is literally perfect. Up on the scaffolding, we've got I think it's Toby versus Electro. Mm-hmm. And you know, suddenly. Doc Ock's tentacle comes out of nowhere and grabs Toby. Yes. And it's like, oh no, is, as he switched again, he doesn't because he turns no. around and wallops the yoke yes. off, um, wallops the arc reactor off Electro. It's so good. And, and then you just get that moment of, uh, he's just like Otto Octavius <laughs> from Spider-Man 2 holding the arc reactor going, the power of the sun, uh-huh. the palm of my hand. And it's like, yes, yes, that's the line. And he turns around and there's Toby McGuire and he goes, oh, Peter, oh, it's so good to see you, my dear boy. Oh. And it's like, oh, it's no, glorious. No. It's but as if we couldn't like Doc Ock anymore. Uh, would you believe that this movie makes you like him even more? How he was already perfect. Um, it's glorious. It's so great, and it's a great way to. Well, what's going to change? Like they're not getting this arc reactor off of Electro. What's going to suddenly happen? And it it works. Like Doc Ock yeah. can do it. It's perfect. Um, it also leads to like they tick every box because Electro's on the ground. Um, uh, Tom Hall is it Andrew Garfield? It? it is, it's, it's, it's Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Garfield runs up because they have that kind of the talking about Max, so of course, yeah, Andrew knows and they, Max. yeah, yeah, exactly. Takes his mask off, he's like, Huh, you're from Queens, you help the poor, man. I, I just assumed you were black, and it's just a great acknowledgement of, yeah, no Miles Morales. And if, yeah. if the movie missteps once, it's you got three white male straight Spider Men. Like they could have done it. I mean, like, you know, but like could have done. I, I would have I would have been the the fucker to be like, no, no, you open up the portal to the animated Spider-Verse and it's animated Miles Morales for the whole yes. thing. It would have been ridiculous. My goodness. And it, would it would have been worked. broken. Yeah. Um, I um, don't know where they would have squeezed him in. Perhaps it would have been right to sacrifice Garfield to have Miles Morales, perhaps. But I I, I can't miss this. I, no, I'm going I'm to say know. no to that one because this is the live action Spider-Man cinematic universe. And to bring in Spider-Verse, I think they did it cleverly. This acknowledges Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. This acknowledges Miles Morales. But be honest, if Tobey Maguire had rocked up and Andrew Garfield hadn't, I would not no, have been as satisfied. I would have lost film. it. I would have lost yeah. it. But the, the, there is a genuine problem in this film. There's not a lot of representation. There isn't. There just isn't. And uh, it's such a huge film. It would have been nice to have that. It would have been, this is a Spider-Man party that didn't invite Miles Morales because it would have been too tricky. And I, that's the, that's my or big Oscar Isaac. nitpicky. Or wait, what about Oscar uh, Isaac? End, end credits of Spider-Verse. He's Spider-Man of the future. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, I would have liked, I think that would have been, if they'd have found a way to do that, it would have been well, an know- extra layer of awesome. Andrew Garfield has said since that, you know, yeah, I'd love to do a Spider-Man 3. Won't happen, but he'd love to do no. a Spider-Man 3. And he, what he would love to do is do a handing of the baton to Miles Morales, mm-hmm. which I think yep. would be great. I'd love yeah, that. It would. Um, now, there's some fucker flying around on a on a glider. Yeah. Uh, being not very nice to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it leads to such a visceral punch. Oh, man, it's rough. Like, I was really... This is where I was like, oh, have we gone a bit too far here? And I remember thinking, huh, 
if the only way Tom Holland is stopped is by one of the other spider people coming in and stopping him, that's a bit shit. He needs to make this no, decision. I don't think so. He needs no. to make this decision himself. Because if Andrew Garfield was preoccupied, Tom Holland's now a murderer. No, nope. uh, first of all, Toby Maguire. And second of all, I completely Sorry. disagree with you. I okay. completely disagree with you because he needed himself to stop himself. And that's what it is. They are all Peter Parker. They are. And he is in the fresh stages of grief. Mm-hmm. And he has the killer right because you had Toby Maguire went after villain or like gunman number one and then went mm-hmm. after Flint Marco. You had Andrew Garfield spends most of the first film hunting down the man who shot Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. So this is Toby Maguire's version. Oh no, this is sorry, Tom Holland's version of this. And mm-hmm. who better to step in than the elder, you know, the wiser yeah. Spider-Man to go, <clears throat> we don't have time for you to come to your own senses here. I'm going to stop this. And there is that look of understanding between them. And it's like, it's as much as it is the two Peters understand each other as it is father and son, as it is older brother, little brother. Uh, And I think Tom Holland has always been the youngest Spider-Man. He's always Mm. been, he's the teenage Spider-Man where both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, although they were playing teenage Spider-Man, they were definitely more mature, even from the beginning. Yeah. Whereas this guy, he lost control. Now, we know in all superhero movies and other things, all it takes is one second of losing control and you can make an irrevocable mistake. Yeah. And I love that. I have to, mm. I, I love the way this is handled. And it again, it takes, kind of takes all three of them to stop Goblin. So you yes. have Tom Holland punches him into oblivion. Peter, or Peter, or Toby Maguire takes the blow that was meant for Tom Holland, which is enough yeah. to kind of distract him. And then you have Andrew Garfield jumps in with the cure. Yeah. So it takes mm-hmm. all three of them. And I love that. that there great. Is, I like it. Yeah. There, there's a gag as well <clears throat> of like, because there is there's a moment of the entire cinema goes, no, when yeah. Tobey Maguire gets stabbed. Oh like, what goodness. are you talking about? I mean, well, we know there's not going to be a Spider-Man 4 with Tobey Maguire. So I mean, they cut off him. You could I mean, just kill him. But yeah, there's just a there's just a gag of like, oh, oh please, it's not the first time I've been stabbed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, and that I loved. That was such a, a wink and a nod to the audience as well. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like I'll be okay. It's fine. And the eventual like saying goodbye when they all go in for a big group hug, Garfield's just like that really hurt, didn't it? It's like, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> so, much pain. so much pain. Uh, and in a way, that kind of finishes their involvement. There is like a couple more, but that that pretty much yeah. finishes their involvement in the film mm-hmm. because you've got. Doctor Strange, who's come back from the Grand Canyon, pausing mm-hmm. long enough to go to Tidnet. You can open portals? Ooh, we might address this in a future story. <laughs> yes. Um, and, you know, the spell opens up and suddenly all of these cracks uh, oh, start yeah. to open in the sky. Uh-huh. And I was wondering what it was going to be. And it's the eagle-eyed among us realise it's Craven the Hunter, it's Scorpion, it's Rhino, it's all of the Spider-Man villains. Yeah, so many. Across it. They're all coming through and it's like, you know, God, right, quickly, all right, Got that one, got that one, got that one, got that one. Um, and yeah, Tom Holland comes up with a way of, I can fix this. And Doug Strange is like, I, I mean, I'd love a suggestion if you've got one. He's like, Array, take away everyone to go back to the very beginning, the very first idea. If they don't know I'm here, they won't come through, will they? And he's like, mm-hmm. that is how that works. And he's yep. like, do everyone, do everyone. He gets a couple of seconds with MJ and Ned. They understand. There's no kind of, oh, you can't, you can't, you can't. They, yeah. they get it. It's like, you know, this the sky is broken. Like, <laughs> we get it. It's leaking. Yeah. And then, yeah, we get a moment and then that's it. They have managed Boom. to kind of 
if they want to, put a pin in Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Yeah. He's still Spider-Man. Rebooted he's still it. got the powers. Yeah. yeah, but, you know. And he is still know. Spider-Man. He is still swinging through the streets and whatnot, but it's a, another reset button, um, which is interesting. Yeah. it's and it, and it works. And we get a few scenes then toward the end. There's an acknowledgement of, oh, acknowledgement of you know, Ned oh, might see that in possibly a future film. Future film. Uh, Tom Holland vows to make them remember him, which again i presume we'll get a scene of that later on there's a nice kind of scene where mj and ned have stayed friends yeah you know there's kind of like i'm sure because i've already had this conversation with people like how do people still know each other if tom holland really don't and i don't know how tom holland exists as in peter parker exists now like is he not at school has he not had an education exactly how did where is he no aunt may yeah, like, how did, yeah, yeah how, exactly. Yeah. How did that happen? How do, how does he function in this world? He hasn't been born, surely. His well, well, just parents won't remember him. His parents don't remember giving birth to him. him. May yeah. won't remember him. Yeah, it's in, how did May die? Yeah, it's, exactly. It, there, is, there is questions at the, the end. The spell must fill in the gaps with something else, is all I it can ha- think. Write it, yeah, exactly. Write another narrative. It has to, yeah, it has to. And then we get kind of, you know, you know, the, this film ends with, um, you know, Tom Holland is like, all right, I'm going to go start a new life pretty much on my own. He has a moment where he can tell MJ and he chooses not to because yeah. you can see how happy she is, you know, in her ignorance. Um, and then we get some some end credits. But it doesn't end there. Does it, heck? Um, because there was one missing element of the Sony Spider-Verse where we're kind of like, you know, kind of, but wasn't there another huh. character in Spider-Man 3 as well? Hmm. You know? Of uh, course. We uh, get Eddie Brock and Venom. Um, what do you think? I, I'm fine. I'm fine with this. Um, yeah, is is it okay. satisfying? Fuck no. no. But is it a fun scene? Yes, it is. And again, it's that playing with the toys. Like, let's not overcomplicate this. There really probably wasn't any room for Venom in this film. Um, not to unique. the yeah. not to the extent that this is Venom. Like he's so extreme and quippy and funny, it would have been so difficult to do him justice in this movie. And it's not what it's about. What what role would he have played? Like he hasn't even met Spider Man yet. Like there's no there's no redemption. He's actually a good guy. It would have been far too complicated. Yeah. But I still don't like that he just gets bamfed back into his it own does. universe. And they leave a drop of venom behind, which doesn't make any sense. In their own rules, it doesn't yeah. make sense. So there um, will be a ve- well, no, it does by Carnage rules. Because okay. that's how Carnage is created, is from okay. a bit of a bit of venom. From another universe? I thought no, from the, no, 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 but from yeah, but the way they Oh, doesn't like it doesn't. Oh, sorry. You mean that bit of venom shouldn't have been left behind? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I can only imagine it's because of the web thing, like the the cosmic web, whatever. I fuck knows, but there is now a venom in this universe. Yeah. Um, and otherwise, it's a fun scene. He's basically getting the lowdown from the barman of all right, right. There's a man in a tin suit. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) And then there's gods and everything. Okay, that's cool. And then oh no, and and then Eddie, we are drunk. Yes, exactly. Back to the room. <laughs> um, so it was good crack. And then, yep, so then there's the other 47 minutes of trailer or uh, end credits. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we get the teaser yeah. for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yes. 
which is it's perfect. That was exactly what we already knew. There's this. There's nothing particularly shockingly new in it. We get no. the return of uh, is it Baron Mordo? No, oh, I don't know. Um, um, and we know we knew Wanda was going to be in it anyway. Yeah. Um, I think the character. So evil Doctor Strange. I think it's Mephisto. Um, I know next to nothing about the character, just yeah. that he's evil Doctor Strange. Um, and then there's more multiverse talk. So. I, it has been confirmed before this that Kang the Conqueror will appear oh, okay. in this, which makes sense for those of us who have seen Loki. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, and of course, Wanda will be in it. Yeah. Um, I'm not super excited for Mephisto, if that's the big bad. Um, eh. I it's same uh, versus same, isn't it? It's the same old Marvel thing, but we'll see. True. We'll see what happens. But Doctor Strange's episode of What If just became a lot more need to watch. Oh, for sure. If you want a bit of background. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In fact, I would watch all of What If, because who knows what they're going to pull on. Because this is dealing with the same stuff. Exactly the same stuff. Exactly. But yeah, overall, I loved, loved this yeah, film. adored um, it, loved it. It's interesting it's to see how it ages, but I think it it's finally delivered a good Spider-Man 3, which yeah. we've needed since 2007. <laughs> um, a multi-villain film that doesn't feel too overstuffed. Nope. Um, Lizard and nope. Sandman probably get the rawest deal, but I'd like yep. what they did with them. Yeah. Um, so glad and, they were there. Yeah. And I, although I was very sad Aunt May needed, we needed Peter to lose someone. And if it was yeah. going to be MJ, you would have said, oh, they've just done Gwen Stacy on it. Exactly. It was really original. It's the, um, yeah, it was really, really original having Aunt May die. Um, I love Marissa Tomei so much. I don't want her to go, but I get it. You needed an Agent Coulson in this movie yes. to unite the Avengers or the Spider Avengers. And that did it. And yeah. that did it, it, don't, yeah. and it did it. It did what it needed to do. So yeah, love so, the film. It's fantastic. God knows if there will be a Spider-Man 4. Blip I'm, knows. Sure, I'm sure there will be, but who knows what it will look like. You know? How is it going to top this? It it won't because it'll be a different movie. Um, yeah, this could be the greatest. This and Endgame has got to be the two greatest Marvel films we'll ever see. Uh, I don't oh. know how you, you get better than it. The fan service was perfection. I actually feel bad for people younger than me for the first time in a long time. <laughs> like to have grown up with all of the Spider-Man films and then to yeah. have this as a payoff, you, you will never fully understand that unless you live through it. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we are of an age where I I remember seeing Spider Man yeah. two thousand and two in the cinema, all of them. All of and them. I was yeah. absolutely spoiled rotten. Okay, mm -hmm. so that is that that is everything for Spider Man this week. Uh, we have no clue at all what next week's episode is <laughs> going to Fuck be. Knows. So we will let you know. Let's pick a Christmas film. Um, Die Hard. Iron, no, we did Iron that last Man year. Free. Yeah. No. Uh, Jaws: The Revenge. No. Uh, we'll we'll generations. Figure it out. I I've two generations already. We'll Christmas figure it out and we will let you know yeah. on Twitter. But as this will be the last episode before Christmas 2021, have a very, very Merry Christmas or Happy Holiday time. However you celebrate, have a fantastic time. Look after yourselves. Um, we love you very, very much. What he said. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. This may be really exciting, but we have more, more episodes to divulge. Follow us on Twitter at EnglishIrishGTM. Follow Ian at WitsindGTM. And follow Sean at SeanFerrick at GTM. And you know what? You might get 
some fairly sexy new episodes. We love you. Bye.